Hey Trailblazers, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek or a snippet of what I'm going to be talking about inside the Become a Coach seminar this weekend. It is happening in two days from now. I had to think about that for a second. And I'm very, very, very excited to have a bunch of you messaging me on Instagram, asking me how my business works and how I make money becoming a coach and um, how to get ideas off the ground. You know, everything to do with business building and entrepreneurship and coaching in particular. I'm getting all the questions. And funny thing is, I didn't plan on doing this seminar at all, but I thought it would be a really fun way to answer all of your questions. Because I know that in the age of social media and in the age of online entrepreneurship, this is a goldmine of opportunity. The work that I do in coaching, in helping people build businesses that they love and are passionate about, and even social media, strategy, support, optimizing, all of the work that I do inside of my programs are going to benefit so many people and I want to be able to get this out to you guys in the most efficient way possible. So this is a little bit of a sneak peek on coaching in particular and what it takes to become a coach. You're going to want to listen to this entire episode if you have been considering number one, hiring a coach for yourself and number two, if you've been considering whether you might might become a coach yourself. And the funny thing is, when I started as a coach, I had no clue I even wanted to be a coach. (laughs) It sounds really odd, but I'm being completely honest. When I started online entrepreneurship, I actually invested in a program called the Boss Gram Academy by Vanessa Lau. It's a great course for people who are just getting their foot in the door in online coaching, consulting, anything like that. At the time when I had registered for her program, that was my first ever investment in myself and this venture of entrepreneurship. And it was scary as heck, but I did it with the mentality of I'm going to invest this to learn. And whether or not anything comes from it, that's totally fine with me. So I kind of put the money down, made the investment, kind of just saying I'm here to learn. And I wanted to be like a sponge and absorb everything. When I was in that process of learning, I realized that there was a big difference between doing consulting work versus coaching. And at the time, what I was offering people was my services of social media management and social media support. I wanted to help small business owners to learn how to use Instagram to grow their business and to grow their client base. Because that's what I was good at and I loved social media. So I thought, how about we make money doing this? As soon as I started that work, it started to feel extremely difficult and I felt extremely capped in terms of like the amount of clients I could take because it was just me in my business. And I also felt extremely capped even just with how much I could charge because I was doing pay per hour. And so I started to dive into the world of coaching and I explored what coaching actually was and I realized that the big differentiating factor is that coaching is not necessarily doing the work for your clients. In fact, it's empowering them to do the work themselves. And that really appealed to me because as much as I couldn't wrap my head around whether people would actually pay me money to help them with something like that, 
I was so drawn in by the fact that this is the work that I always imagined myself doing. Like I am the kind of girl and I grew up in, in youth leadership and I loved being around people. I loved the idea of mentorship. I love the idea of helping people with transformations because I'm the kind of person that kind of just is a people person. Like I am your right hand girl and I will be there with you and I'll be cheering you on and I'll be helping you to create a plan for your life and make sure you smash your goals because that's just the way I'm wired and that's why for like seven years of my life I was doing leadership um, in so many different ways. I was leading youth, I was leading young adults, I was leading a communications team, I was the leader in my friendship group. I was the one that was the glue that brought people together. I was always initiating events and hangouts and catch-ups. Like, I was that girl. And on top of that, I loved scheduling and I loved being able to create my own structures and I made lists for everything. And, you know, I just, that was me, right? And so to discover the world of coaching and to realize that I could create the same freedom by helping someone with something that I already knew and was good at and then working on my ability to sell that and then package that into a scalable offer. Like this was wild to me. So I began that adventure, hired a coach for myself so I could experience what it's like to even have a coach and then built my business from there. So this was, mind you, only 12 months ago. How wild is that? I was just telling my coach recently that I cannot believe just how much can happen in a year, let alone a few months, right? Like my entire life has changed. And if you are following me on Instagram, you'll know like the journey is real. I share every part of it with you guys. And you literally can scroll back on my highlights and see the exact videos that I uploaded when I started my business. And I was talking about helping small business owners in their social media. To now, when you look at my most recent highlights, you'll see reels and reels of clients feeling fulfilled, rewarded, building businesses of their own, signing clients, coaching people that they never thought they would ever coach, like blowing their own dang minds because of the power of my yes 12 months ago. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're considering whether coaching is the right avenue for you, if you're anything like me, this is your jam. This is your field of work. All right? So, In this episode, I want to walk you through what it takes to become a coach and what better way to understand what coaching is and what it entails than to understand what coaching is not. So here's what coaching is not. Number one, coaching is not doing the work for your clients. This is a common misconception and it's a common thing that a lot of newer coaches find themselves doing is that they take on clients and they create these customized everythings for them and they do all the work for their clients. If there's anything I've learned inside my first year as a coach, it's that we need to allow more space to actually allow our clients to take messy action. And a lot of the time, the reason why we don't allow space for our clients to take messy action is because we are insecure that if we don't help them with every little thing and hold their hand, 
we're insecure that it means we are a bad coach or we're not supporting them enough. We tie the amount of resources or trainings or courses that we have to our self-worth and our ability to coach as well as the value we have as a coach. But that is so, so wrong, right? Whether you're brand new or you're thinking of starting, I want you to know that coaching is not doing the work for your clients. It's allowing your clients to be equipped, empowered, and confident enough to take messy action and then guiding them through towards the direction they want to go. But notice how it is all empowered work. It's not you taking over and, and getting into the driver's seat for them because it would be easier. It's not even um, actually giving them intense feedback before they put up a post or before they send out a proposal like it's you actually encouraging them to go and do it take the messy action and then giving you feedback after they've done the work because that is a far better learning opportunity for them it's a far better confidence building practice for them than you actually being there to hold their hand through everything right coaching is also not trading time for money this is a huge thing because I noticed that with consulting or let's say social media management, the work that I was doing before, I was basically charging per hour and that was basically capping myself because let's say I charge per hour, the work that goes into putting together content, resources or trainings and like preparing for a session is actually far more than an hour and I actually lose out. And coaching is not that. Coaching is ongoing work. For my VIP clients, I'm able to coach them, obviously on our calls, but also in between calls. We have voice support. We have resources. I send um, recordings and Loom videos where I audit their stuff. And obviously this is for my VIP clients, but these clients get the best of my time and my knowledge and my attention. Same thing with group, it's a slightly different format, but when I coach my clients, I am not necessarily trading my time for money because they are paying me on a package basis. Coaching is not trading time for money and I love this because so much of the work that we do in the world as hustling, you know, as people who are hustling to make money is paid per hour, whether it's a part-time job or a casual role, we're paid per hour. But the beauty of, um, of coaching at least inside of my business model and what I, um, my method that I teach my clients is we create a scalable offer. We create something that is so valuable and so value packed that the offer in and of itself is worth whatever the dollar sign is, right? It's not the price point that matters, it's the value it has. And most of the time when you are coaching, the value is exponential, it's lifetime. Because you're not just teaching someone how to build their business or the strategy on how to achieve X, Y, Z. You're coaching them through deeper things that add value to their entire life. And I'll give an example of this. Um, I coach my clients a lot about self-care and prioritizing self-care as a way to create success. Now, whilst this sounds really woo-woo and airy-fairy and irrelevant to creating success, making money, signing clients in your business, this actual practice that is structured into a set method is actually tried, tested, and proven in that it does create this result. And what that tells me is that it is of value not only to the person's business, which is the niche I'm in, but it's value to them and them wanting to create results in any area of your life because it 
because self-care, rest, and the principles of valuing yourself will always, always stem down to a more human level. Um, And when we coach, we are not coaching on a surface level. We're not just giving advice or strategic support. We're coaching and coaching is deeply human. It doesn't matter what niche or field you're in. It's deeply human and it touches on everything from our core values, our beliefs, the way our minds work, our thought life, everything, our relationships. And so as you can see, coaching is such a, it's a deeper level of support that goes beyond strategy. And whilst there is strategy and there is methodology that comes with it, that is the surface level stuff. But the But just as I always talk about, and you'll see this inside my trainings as well, is it's never about your doing because you could do, do, do. You could have all the strategy, support, teachers. You have all the YouTube videos in the world right now. You have all the textbooks that you could learn. But why is it that you're not consuming it? Why is it that you're not getting anywhere? Why is it that you still can't get your goals off the ground? It's because at the core level of being, something is still hindering you. There's still a blocker. And so this is this is the significant difference that I want to highlight in terms of the difference between coaching and consulting. It's being able to empower and draw out that, you know, that being, the hindrances in your being that's stopping you from taking necessary action. Um, and, and one last thing that I want to say is coaching is not needing or having to know all the answers or even being able to have gone through the actual process or achieve the certain result that you're trying to help your clients with. A lot of coaches, a lot of new coaches get stuck here because they get caught up in the imposter syndrome thoughts of like, I am unable to help this client because I've never achieved this result for myself. And to be able to recognize that is one thing, you know, a good coach will be able to recognize that you don't need to have all the answers. You don't need to have been able to go through it to help someone through it. There is a more there is a deeper level in which you can help someone overcome any blocks right and that that allows you the key to be able to help someone with anything but a better i mean that's a good coach an even better coach would be able to have you create the answer yourself through conversation and i will do an entirely different podcast for this but I think it's an art to be able to communicate in a way that draws out empowering um, levels of belief and informed action taking from a person. Like, not everyone can do that, right? I have been told countless times by my clients, my friends, my coaches, that I have this innate ability to communicate with someone and to have them draw out their own answers or to be able to reflect back to them what they've said in such a way that has them lighting up with with excitement with relief with peace and I have literally had my entire life like I never noticed this or knew this about myself until recently conversation after conversation with people with strangers that I have just met I have had I've gone to parties where I have met someone and have sat there for 45 minutes straight talking with a complete stranger being vulnerable about life and they have shared with me things that they themselves have said holy moly why am I sharing with this sharing this with you I feel like I need to I feel like I can and I feel like I can trust you I don't know what it is guys 
But I want to give you the heads up that coaching is somewhat like this. It's being able to develop this skill or this ability to do this for people, to have them feel safe enough to share with you what's actually going on and then to work through that with you to then create confidence in themselves to take messy action. That stuff, that process is the bulk of the work, right? And if you could just work on your ability to be human to human with someone, you will be an incredible coach. You're going to change so many lives. And if you find that if you're anything like me and this comes quite naturally to you, this work is for you and I encourage you to explore it because life is too dang short to to work a job that you dislike just for the money. Like what else are you going to do with your life, right? Take a take a holiday you know, save up with the money that you make at that job to go on a weekend retreat. Like, sure, those things are rewarding, but innately, if there is something in you that feels dissatisfied, unfulfilled, and not on purpose with your mission in life, I urge you to explore the world of coaching. It is a powerful space where we create direct impact in people's lives. So, Okay, now to break it down, what it takes to actually become a coach. I'm going to walk you through the components and I touched a little bit on it, like that human to human aspect. But what I share with you in this part of the podcast is basically a glimpse of my coaching style, my coaching philosophy and the practice that I actually implement inside of my coaching. The clients who come out of my coaching programs come out with these exact values and these exact core beliefs about what coaching is. And the thing is, I I had a wrap-up call with a client recently and she was saying the thing that she feels most grateful for in our time together is that she has never worked with a coach who is like me. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I'm, I want you to notice that this client actually said this candidly. Unex- I didn't provoke this. She just, she said, I'm most grateful for the fact that the way you coach and what you have opened my eyes to in coaching together is that I get to be whoever I want to be. No one has ever asked me, who do I want to be as a coach? Like I ask my clients when they get caught up in building their offers and building their online presence, oftentimes I will ask them, who are you trying to be right now? What kind of coach do you want to be right now for your clients right now and for your future clients? Who do you want to be seen as? And it's such a powerful question, but it doesn't get asked enough. And this is why I coach the way I coach, because I care. I care that your value gets seen. I care that you do the work that you came here to do. I care that people see it, hear it, know it, and feel it. Because if you're going to enter into the world of coaching to make a difference in somebody's life, to mentor them through their struggles, their limiting beliefs, and so on, you're going to need to do that work in yourself first. And it doesn't just happen overnight. It's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing process. And that's why I also inherently believe that coaches always need coaches. No matter what niche you're in, you always need a coach because you need them to call you out. You need them to see inside of you what you don't see in yourself. And whilst I believe that, you know, you don't always need a coach in terms of strategy, you can definitely always figure it out on your own. And I encourage that. I literally have clients that are wrapping up with me that I'm telling them, go and take two months on your own and then come back if you really want me to to continue being your coach. It sounds like I don't like my clients, but I love them. Um... But I believe that's the best for them. 
right? And I trust that in due time, they will come around if they want, if they desire, if it's the right next step. But we need to have such a strong trust in ourselves that when we, when we have self-awareness at this level, we know where we need support strategically and when we need someone inside our business. But we also know when to self-coach as well. And we know what areas we need coaching in. And when my clients take their breaks and they come back, they come back so powerful and so confident in who they are that coaching just elevates, right? It rises to a whole new level because they have a clear picture of of who they are and who they want to be. And that's what I get to work with, right? If you come and you know who you are, what you want to be in the world, what you want to do in the world, even if you don't know what your offer is or what your business model is going to be. I do not care. What I care about is that you have a deep yearning and burning desire inside of you that says, I am not content to live small and to play small. I want to help people with what I have to bring to the table and I want to do it in this way. If coaching is the method, then we do it. If it's a if it's an um, online, you know, group coaching program or if it's a course, there's no dramas. It's just the vessel. But your mission and purpose will always be the same. And that's why that's always the first step. Okay, I went on a little bit of a tangent, but okay, what it takes to become a coach. Number one, genuinely wanting to be a part of someone's transformation process. If you are entering the coaching space and you are only doing it because you want a side income and you don't really care about people's transformation, you don't really desire to help people from that inward place, coaching is not going to work for you, all right? This isn't like some network marketing thing that you do to make side income and mind you, I have done the network marketing gig, nothing against it, but it's definitely not just a side income that you're doing for somebody else's brand and pumping out someone else's um, products. Coaching is inward work expressed, right? It's inner passion for love and helping people and serving people expressed. And everything we create from our coaching sessions with our clients to the the courses that we build to support their learning to the communities that we create inside of our coaching inside of our coaching containers all of this is fueled by the genuine desire to want to be part of someone's transformation process i love seeing transformation happen literally love like i am obsessed with it i don't know what it is i don't know what it is like i grew up always wanting to be people's cheerleader. I would message encouragement every single day to my friends. I loved creating spaces for people to talk and to be vulnerable. I loved asking people provoking questions. I loved holding them accountable and saying, let me share my calendar with you and and help you stay accountable to your new routine. Like literally this was this was me in high school before I <laughs> Before I even knew what I wanted to do in the world, this was just me being. I loved the idea of witnessing somebody go from A to Z or even from A to B. That just that moment of pure joy and and like accomplishment. You see it when someone's eyes light up. It's it's something else, right? 
You need to genuinely want to be a part of people's transformation process. Because, you know what? I was talking to my partner about this and how he's a personal trainer and he has he owns a gym. And he's talking about how, like, to, to someone who has always invested in coaching, it's a no-brainer to invest. Like, there's no drama around investing and putting money down because you understand the value of what it's like to invest in yourself and your own personal development. And he knows that by investing in his physical health, he has been able to create mindset shifts and build confidence in so many ways. And he just knows because he's always done it. But to someone who is considering even getting a gym membership let alone a personal training it's such a it's such a like big deal and it's to him it just doesn't like it, it doesn't make sense like why wouldn't you want to invest in your health it's something that you have for the rest of your life that you're that's going to preserve everything else in your life it's a no-brainer but sometimes we don't get it because as people we are afraid of commitment even if it is as important as our lives I read a quote by Tony Robbins recently, and it was talking about how um, people panic and rush to find a charger when their phone is dying, but they don't have the same urgency for when their dreams are dying. Like, what? That is powerful. Oh my gosh. I got goosebumps just saying that. This is how passionate I am about this work. And Passion is a word that we throw around so much, but I I think when you break it down to the real meaning of passion, it's sacrifice. Passion is to the to, it's love to the point of sacrifice and real genuine service. You can't force someone to change. You can't hate your way to change just like you can't make yourself do things and expect that it will, you know, it'll just happen like that. You have to love your way to change. You have to ease your way into a transformation. In the same way, if you're going to coach clients, you can't force them to do anything. You can't shove trainings down their throat and make them robotic. They have to have a real genuine experience with the transformation and the desire to transform the goals that they have in order to initiate that process themselves and to be inside of it enough to actually be consistent to see results, right? It's a whole thing. And this is why you have to be so really genuine about it. And you can't force that either. It's got to come from a real love for people. Okay, what it takes to become a coach. Number two, it takes incredible faith. Ah, I love this one because I am a faith-based person and I'm not just talking about spirituality. I'm talking, I love to hold faith for people who cannot see the possibilities beyond their circumstance. I have always been that person and I think it boils back down to my story and how I have had such a rough upbringing. I've gone through the mud, dirt and grit to get to where I am. I've been in seasons of extreme loneliness and scarcity. I've felt the abandonment of parents and rejection of friends. Like I have been through enough and have allowed that those experiences of my life to color my world and the way that I show up in the world so that I can now hold space for people 
that cannot see possibility for themselves. I like to see it as a gift, a gift from God, a gift from life, that I was able to go through what I went through in my life because now I get to hold that space for people. I'm getting emotional um, because I'm, I'm realizing just how incredibly powerful it is when we can lean into where we have come from and what exact things and struggles and pains we have had to endure, when we can view these things as gifts that we can give back to the world, to other people who need that hope, light, and love, that is coaching to me. And being able to hold belief, to hold this space for someone who doesn't see it yet, who literally has come to their own end and is willing to do whatever it takes to change their reality... That requires incredible faith. Incredible faith. That is powerful, right? Ask yourself, what have you been through that allows you to help somebody else? I don't care what it is. It's not about what you, what you know in terms of what is profitable and what is needed in the marketplace. I want you to ask yourself, like literally timeline, and I do this with my, um, my mastermind students, we timeline everything we have been through that allows us to help somebody else. And we use these as superpowers. These are your strengths. These are your connection points with humanity. And this in and of itself has so much value. But from there, when you start to build a business off of that and what you can help people with, nothing can ever take that away from you. When a client tells you, I don't know if I can make it, nothing can shake your belief because you have been there before. Even if it's not the exact same scenario, like your client You know, I had a client who was struggling to coach her client with finances because her finances were a mess and she was struggling. And if if you were to coach yourself on the belief of it's not about the result, it's about the practice, right? The practice of being able to be above your finances, having a level head, being able to believe that you are deserving of money. Like these are practices that may not necessarily be easy to quantify, but they can be mastered. We talk a lot about mastery and I and I have this inside of my course as well, coaching mastery. It's, mastery happens when you repeat something over and over and over again to the point where it is basically like muscle memory. And you get so good at it that you don't even have to think about the process. There are things in your life that you have mastered for the good and the bad, right? The, the process of actually being able to teach a method is one thing. But to be able to recognize the method in which you got through a certain experience or situation is part of the work of creating your offer. But if you can just get clear on the fact that number one, you have actually gotten through certain experiences and you have achieved certain results for yourself, that qualifies you enough to help somebody else. All of the rest can be, you can learn that. We can teach you. We can teach you how to build an offer from that. But it's that confidence part, right? Incredible faith in yourself and your story that you being able to help yourself and get yourself through that season 
can help you get someone else through that season, right? It's powerful. All right, what it takes to become a coach, thirdly, is the ability to converse and communicate to someone in a way that draws out answers. This is what I was touching on early, early, earlier, right? Not everyone has this ability and it can be developed through mastery. The more clients you coach, the better you get at this. And this is why we don't get you building a course first or a program first. If you are a brand new coach, the most beneficial thing you can do is start working with clients ASAP. Whether they're paid or unpaid, you got to get in front of these people. You got to see what you can help them with. You've got to actually work with people in order to know what you can help people with. And this is kind of like putting your knowledge to the test because you have obviously been through things and now you just need to test if you can teach it to people and if it can work for other people. And this is a process that inside of my first year, I was basically undergoing, right? Um, when you start a coaching business, it's all going to feel extremely foreign and you're going to have this imposter syndrome coming up all the time around being able to believe that what you have to offer is valuable, people will pay you for it. But that process of building belief has to happen with messy action. And the messy action is being in front of people, whether it's on your social platforms or coaching clients or preferably both. You need to build that practice of just being with people. Coaching is all about people people helping people. So that is such a key thing. And we want you to be communicating, conversing with people, actually practicing genuine communication skills, right? Like genuine communication skills in that you learn to develop your own voice and authority through conversations where you are able to navigate a conversation, whatever it may be about, to draw out a transformation for somebody. Right? When I book consult calls or when I nurture my leads and when I train my team to actually go into the sales um, process inside my business and my funnel, I have my team understand the core of what is actually happening here. It's not the sale. It's not the dollar sign. It's not the client role, the client spots we're trying to fill. No, inside of this is genuinely caring about people and being able to have them have an experience while conversing to me, I mean with me, bad English, being able to give them that experience where they're like, that conversation changed my life. That caption literally woke me up to my senses. Like that is an experience, right? And this is something that you master over time, but it needs to begin with getting in front of people. It's the scariest part, but it's the most necessary thing, right? Number four, what it takes to become a coach is equipping and releasing. Equipping and releasing. There's so much in this, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Because equipping and releasing, it sounds very basic, right? It's empowering, it's giving resources, it's training, it's knowledge and learning and upskilling. But beneath all of this, again, it's never about the doing. It's never just about what you know. It's about who you're being and who you are on the inside. And so underneath equipping and releasing, what it takes to become a coach is being so enrolled in your self-belief. 
so enrolled in your self-belief. And what does this look like? This comes up a lot for my clients in sales, right? They can build incredible social media platforms and amazing, you know, landing pages and emails and all of this stuff. But when it comes to sales and actually closing clients, all hell breaks loose. (laughs) And this is because enrollment in belief is low. And this is what we spend a bulk of our time coaching on because money and sales and pricing is deeply ingrained. And it's also something that we never consciously really take a hold of or master in our lifetime because no one teaches us how to do it. This is why money mindset is such a powerful thing to work on and to actually get support on. If you can get yourself a coach who can coach you around money mindset on top of whatever niche, um, whether it's whether you're building a business or just in life, learning how to manage your mind around money is insanely powerful, right? It is a powerful, you know, means, a powerful, what's that word? Powerful currency. No, that's not the word. A powerful thing, <laughs> in our world like money you need money for almost everything which is why it rules so many of our lives it determines how where we stand in society it determines where we shop and what we eat and how we dress and what friends we have like so much of our lives revolve around money but see enrollment in belief is an uh, an insanely powerful aspect of what it takes to become a coach because this is why my my process is the way it is, right? Not everyone gets to work with me and we have a qualifying process. We hop onto a consult call, not because I'm like stingy and like I don't want to work with people or, you know, but to me, it's if you are going to get serious about something, you're going to need to put down your money on it because money is such, we have such a strong attachment to money. And so the first practice that I have people do is to actually put money down on themselves And it's a scary amount of money, but it tells me and it tells you that you are all in. It's a practice that most people will never do. Everyone says they love investing in themselves. They'll buy this book. They'll buy this whatever, or they'll spend their lives building building money for a house or building up their savings for a car and all these things. And then they get it and they're not satisfied because that truly wasn't them investing in themselves. Enrollment in your self-belief, being fully enrolled in your ability to make something happen begins with you actually putting down money or making an investment in yourself and not even in the tangible result, but just in the belief of yourself being able to access that. There's no guarantee, right? Like, It is something else to be able to, just like me, when I scraped my savings to pay for my coach, like there was no guarantee that I was going to get that back, but I was so okay with it. It was hard, but I, I believed so much. I was so enrolled in myself and my capacity to make something happen that I was willing to do it and lose it, right? So when, it, when we take it back to this point of what it takes to become a coach is to equip and release people, it boils down to their enrollment in belief. Because when we equip people and we release them to do the work, it's going to boil down to how much they believe in themselves. The results are going to always correlate to that level of belief. I always say this on my stories, that the level of belief we'll have will equal the level of access we have to things in life and to outcomes in life. 
And so what you only what you believe you deserve is what you will get access to. If you don't believe you deserve a seat at the million dollar table, you will never get it because it's not in your zone of belief. So we have to start believing big in ourselves first and then in our clients and our ability to help people. And last but not least, what it takes to become a coach, number five, is having a process or method that works. Remember how I said you are client zero and you are basically the first testimonial of your service of what you can do for people and the results you can get? This is all you need to start, right? If you, if you want to become a coach, again, ask yourself, what have I created in my life that comes easily to me compared to everybody else? How can I break that down into a process, a methodology, and build an offer out of that? right? If you have a process or method and you're able to take people through this process and method and get results, you have a business. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. It's so powerful to know that in the world of coaching, in the world of online entrepreneurship, social media, and just every platform that we have today to be able to make anything happen, It's crazy to believe that there are millions and millions of people who are doing this work. They want to become coaches. And the thing is, I struggled with this in the beginning, and I want to wrap up with this. I struggled to believe that there was room for me to be a coach, right? Because there were so many other business coaches. There were so many other people doing what I was doing or doing what I wanted to do. And I always told myself, like, how am I ever going to match up? My stuff isn't as good as them. I barely have any experience. Who is going to want to pay me? But telling myself these things was coming from a place of scarcity, fear, lack of self-belief, and so much self-doubt. It was so toxic that anything I tried to create, I just belittled myself for. And if you're finding yourself in this place right now, if you're just starting your business or if you're just building things out, I want you to know, number one, you're not alone because we've all been there. We all have. Every coach that you know, every successful entrepreneur that you know has started exactly where you are right now. Everybody started at ground zero. Secondly, telling yourself these things is not serving you. So ask yourself, What are some thoughts that you can start rehearsing that will actually serve you? May even just be recognizing that, heck yeah, you are brand new. Heck yeah, you haven't worked with any clients and you still are building your offer. That's the reality. That's the truth. But here's what's also true. You've been through crazy amounts of struggle and pain and you have made it to the other to the other side and you know of nobody else who has done the same and you want to help people with that because you know that you can even if it's just one get clear and think about that person on the other side of the world or sitting in her room wondering who could possibly help her get clear on her who she is, what she's feeling, what she needs to hear and go out there and show up for her. Believe that she will see what you share, be consistent enough and put in the work for yourself. And trust me, your paths will cross. All right. 
that's what it takes to become a coach. I mean, there's so much more. And that was really just a bite of everything that I have learned inside of becoming a coach from ground zero, no clients, no experience, even no certification. I don't have any, right? But I have love. I have love for my work, love for people, and so much to give, right? That being said, I want to invite you to the seminar this Saturday. It's at 9 a.m. AEDT on the 15th of May. And we're going to talk about what it takes to build a coaching business, right? So I'm going to walk you through how online coaching actually works, the actual business model that I have. I'm going to walk you through whether it is profitable, which it is. I'm just going to show you how it is profitable and then show you how to create a simple, scalable offer, basically turning your ideas into revenue generating offers and then getting started in your coaching practice, getting started as a new or aspiring coach. And inside, I am offering the chance for you to win the opportunity to actually score a free VIP day coaching with me. That is an opportunity I've never put out there, but I'm putting it out there because so many of you are loving the idea of coaching, whether you're looking to hire a coach or become a coach, whatever it is, this seminar is going to be your jam. If you can't make it, please DM me. I would love to have you watch the replay. We are going to be putting it up on our Facebook community and that's where we'll be pumping up more live trainings, guest experts, all around building your coaching business, getting started and succeeding as an online entrepreneur. It's the community for you if you don't want to feel alone in this work and you are needing that guidance, mentorship and support on a community level. Definitely keep your eyes peeled on my stories for any updates on that. It's only two days away. But again, if you want to save a spot for it, there are limited spots. Please send me a message on Instagram. And if you want to catch the replay, let me know as well. And we'll shoot you the link to the Facebook group. But that's all for today, Trailblazers. I hope that this podcast gave you guys a little bit of a glimpse of what can be possible for you inside the coaching space. All right, I'll catch you on the next episode.